Welcome everyone to the Grand Central Fantasy Podcast. The podcast that gets you where you need to be for your fantasy team. Now, please welcome your hosts, Sean and Mikey Rock. What is up, GCF fam? It's your boy, Sean, here, and we are back with the top quarterbacks of 2022 season, the top rankings. We got top 15 for you, baby. Mike, talk to the people. Let them know what's good. And if you want, just jump right in. Give me your top five. Get right to it. Oh, this guy wants to get right to it, baby. It's my favorite time of the year, my favorite podcast. Mikey Rock here. Love GCF fam. I'm going to get it started. Top 15. I'm going to give my five. Sean's going to give his top five, and we'll dissect from there. Here we go. Number one, Sean's boy, Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Number two, my boy, Justin Sherbert. I was flirting with him, number one, but ultimately stuck with Josh Allen. Number three, Patrick Mahomes. Number four, Sean, you're going to love this one. Jalen Hurts. You know, I wasn't big on him before the beginning of the season. I'm on the Jalen Hurts train. And number five, we're going to stick with the speedsters, Lamar Jackson. Talking. All right. All right. I like Lamar. I like Lamar. Now, now let me give you my top five as long as you can hear me. Yes. All right. I got, <laughs> I got number one, Justin Sherbert. Yes. Baby, yes. Boy. That one is for you. Number two, I got Patty Mahomes and his wife both finishing second overall. Yeah. Number three, I got the God, the the fantasy MVP dark horse this year, Jalen Hurts, number three. Let's go. Number four, I got your boy, Josh Allen. Number five, I got your other boy, Kyler Murray. Wow. I'm like, real quick, wow. talk to me. Why? How do I have Justin Herbert number one and you don't? I know, dude, because he's legit my boy. Like, you know, I have his poster right uh, next to my wall, uh, right on my wall yeah, in do. my bedroom. Um, yeah, dude, do. I wanted to put him there so bad, but it's just like I'm trying to be patient with him. Like, I don't want to just dart right to the number one spot with him. We're getting there with him. We're getting there with him. I just figured that Josh Allen is probably the safer pick, number one. I mean, the last two years, he's finished as the number one uh, overall quarterback in fantasy, and he has a pretty good chance of doing so again. I mean, his numbers say it all. He threw for 4,000 yards last year, 35 touchdowns. And, you know, what really gets me, and especially in fantasy football, what we all love, from our quarterbacks is Russian. He ran for 700 yards and six touchdowns. And I know there's talk out there about him. Uh, you know, they want to slow it down with him in the running game, but I feel like they always say that every year with all these quarterbacks, like, Oh, Lamar Jackson, we want him to slow down. We don't want him to run. We don't want him to get hurt, even though he got hurt. But I just feel like they always try to say this about quarterbacks. They don't want him to run. They want him to stay in the pocket and it just let them, let them, be themselves, you know? So I feel like ultimately that's what's going to happen with Josh Allen. I hate his average draft position. You know me, GCF fan. That's the reason. You know me. That's the reason. Yeah. yeah. I, and I'll never have him on any of my teams because I won't draft a quarterback in the second round. Um, I believe his average draft position is 24. So you won't see him on my team, but, you know, that's saying something about him um, as the number one fantasy quarterback possibly again. You won't see him on teams that are winning the fantasy title with that 
average draft position. It, it just is what it is to me. Um, yep. You know, with him, you gave the 700 yards already, but with Josh Allen, 4,407 passing yards, 36 touchdowns, 15 um, interceptions. Listen, he's a great player, back-to-back QB1 for uh, the last two years, but to me, I really think we're going to see regression um, just in the sense of he's going to be resting. I don't think they're going to really be relying on him as much. The Bills got a pretty easy schedule. Um, you know, I just think he might take a little bit of a step back, still going to be great. But at the end of the day, I really think we're going to see a guy that isn't just is flat out not worth his ADP. Now, Mike, Justin Sherbert, are you with me still? Yeah, I'm with you, man. Talk to me. Okay, okay. You scared me there. Uh, GCFM, as usual, are having technical difficulties as always. So bear with us if we break up here and there. Um, Herbert, the only quarterback to have 5,000 yards passing last year, Mike. 7.5 average per throw. 38 touchdowns, 15 picks. You know what I was surprised by, Mike? Only 302 rush yards from Herbert. What yeah. do you think about that last year? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I. I know I he's got some mobility to him, not a lot. That's not his, you know, that's not his MO. And I think that they want to keep it that way, especially um, you know, I guess that's how Joe Lombardi's, you know, game preparation is, and that's what his history says about him. Um I, I mean, he has so many weapons on this team too, and the offensive line I believe is, you know, continuing to get better and better, but they just make it so easy when you have Mike Williams to throw the ball to, Keenan Allen to throw the ball to, uh, the PPR god, Austin Eckler to throw to. And now mix into that, you got Gerald Everett, like a halfway decent tight end. They had Jared Cook, I believe, last year, but, you know, Jared Cook's seen better days. But, um, yeah, the Chargers offensive line, they've been starting to invest players uh, through the draft. You know, the last couple of years, they got Rashawn Slater, uh, this year they drafted, I believe he's a guard, uh, Zion Johnson. So, um, yeah, man, they, they want to keep him in the pocket. Uh, they want to keep him healthy. They want to keep him throwing the ball. That's what he does best. I mean, he, he finished second in passing yards, third in touchdowns, I believe last year. And I know a lot of people are, are turned off and scared because of the division he plays with, uh, division he plays in and all the powerhouses there. But like I said earlier in one of my blogs, um, he's dominated them in the past, the past two years from an offensive standpoint, and he's going to continue to dominate them. And, you know, I talked about him as my favorite for MVP. So I wanted to put him number one. I think he's a better passer than Josh Allen, but it just Josh. I put Josh Allen number one overall because he not only is a starting quarterback for the Bills, he's legit their starting running back and goal line running back. And for those of you that don't know, Mike's referencing the Gambling Picks podcast that we have behind the Patreon paywall. Make sure you guys go there, Grand Central Fantasy at Patreon. Link is in our bio on Twitter. Now, Mike, you're right about all of that. And uh, by the way, I take that back about Justin Sherbert being the only quarterback to throw for 5,000 yards last year. He was the only quarterback in our top five to throw for 5,000 yards. Yes. You know who the yeah. other one was, Mike? Your boy, Tom Brady, who sucks, he said last year. Yes. Since 2019, I've been like riding the Brady's gonna fucking the bottom's falling out train and it's not fucking <laughs> happening. Um, Mike, per, do I have permission? Because because with Justin Herbert and Josh Allen, I mean, when we're talking the these like elite level of guys, I mean, 
Sherbert, I'm talking about uh, Josh Allen's ADP. It's too much. Sherbert's is 37. Okay. That's still too much for both of us. Right. Um, do I have permission? If you're still with me, yes. Mike, yes. are you there? I am here, man. Do I have permission to pull my dick out right now? Um, yes. Do because, I have permission? Well, yes. Only, only because hard, I can't see it. Yes. Yes. Pull your yeah, dick out. Well, obviously. I want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I wouldn't expose it. I wouldn't expose it to people if they could get a good look at it. Trust me. Jalen Hurts, baby. Yes. Okay. Let me talk to you about Hurts. 3,144 yards last year passing. Yes. 16 yeah. touchdowns, nine interceptions. Mike, 784 rushing yards in 2021. 10 touchdowns on the ground. Mike, guess what his ADP is? Do you know? I know you're not the sharpest with the ADPs. Oh, God. What is that? I'm going to guess like 67 or something. Are, did, you didn't guess that, asshole. <laughs> Dude, if I said I guessed it, I fucking guessed it. You're such a fucking liar. It's 67 right on the Holy nose. Holy shit. This, listen, give me that fucking sixth to seventh round pick for this guy. I think he might go a little earlier. Honestly, he cracked the top five because that ADP. I have two questions for you, Mike, because you are the guy that said um, Jalen Hurts sucked dick yes. in, I think it was like week 12 last year. You were totally out on him. What are you thinking? Do you think his ADP is going to rise? Because he's getting a lot of buzz right now. Do you think we see it stay in that 60, that sixth, seventh round area? I think it goes up, but I think it caps at like the fifth round. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same ballpark as you. I think it's going to go up eventually. I think people are going to catch on um, to who Jalen Hurts is. You know, I was a little worried last year with Jalen Hurts. It's so interesting because, like, he's so dominant in fantasy football. But in real-life football, he's not, like, to the point that they were talking about starting Gardner Minshew over Jalen Hurts yes. like, towards the end of the season. Like, that that's crazy. But in fantasy land, he's you and I have him as like one of the best fucking quarterbacks out there. And I, okay. Shocker. I knew that his average draft position was 67. So I know I, there we really, go. everyone's shocked right now, but I wrote down oh, right yeah. here. I love his ADP of 67 and I can see myself snagging hurts in several drafts. If he falls to the seventh round, I mean, but you know what? On, that makes That's really, insane. Really if, if you can get him at 67, so, Mike, I had Mahomes second overall because you know how I feel about him this year. I think the media is lined up too perfect for him to have a MVP type season with Tyreek Hill being gone and all everybody from ESPN, RIP Matthew Barry, everybody lining up to suck his dick. So I think he is going to have that massive, like, you know, 40, 45 touchdown year. I really do. Um, but you had him a little lower and you weren't really happy about it. So talk to me about how you feel about Mahomes this year. Honestly, I, you're ballsier than me. Cause you put Jalen hurts third and I wanted to put Jalen hurts third over Patrick Mahomes so bad, but I, I just, I couldn't come to that. Um, I'm down on him because I just I don't like his weapon, Sean. And I know I know how good Patrick Mahomes is. I know he could throw the ball down the field. He just makes plays. He could roll out of the pocket and just make magic. But I mean, you know, enough's enough, dude. Like he's throwing the ball to um 
uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, your favorite TikToker in the world. Of course. Who also missed a bunch of games last year for uh, with a shoulder injury because he was TikToking with um, Patrick Mahomes' brother. Then you have uh, Marquez Valdez-Scanling, who is massively, massively overrated. And I'm getting fucking livid with these fantasy experts talking about how he's going to be like a steal all of a sudden. I mean, he was playing with Aaron Rodgers and he sucked dick, but okay, whatever. Anyway, and then his other wide receiver, Sky Moore, who I do like. But I love Sky Moore this year, man. I, I, I do. I, no, I think so, too. I, I do like him. But none of these guys can replicate Tyreek Hill, who I always shit in on Tyreek Hill. I will give you that. He's very inconsistent, but Tyreek Hill is a playmaker and none of these guys are playmakers. And I think that is going to take away from Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes isn't going to have that speed, legit speedster threat down the field. I mean, Tyreek Hill's nickname for Christ's sake is Cheetah for a reason. So I think, I think that's really going to hurt him. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to hurt him massively to the point, you know, where he's going to drop off and not even be a top five quarterback. But I think that's going to hurt him a little bit um, when, when you lose a stud wide receiver like that. Obviously, he still has Tyreek Hill. I mean, obviously, he still has Travis Kelsey there. Um, I think he has a pretty solid offensive line when you look at it. But um, the last couple seasons, Tyreek Hill has accounted for like over 25% of uh, target share in the Chiefs offense. And now you're taking that away with. Um, a average wide receivers at best. Yeah, the I I definitely get your concern. I would worry more if I was a Hill owner than I was a Mahomes owner, just because while yeah, Tyreek Hill definitely had his moments. He was definitely shining, you know, and he he always ends up putting up massive numbers. I think his production is easily replicable, and I think that you know Sky Moore can really step into that role and really take it to that next level. I mean, where do you see the Chiefs going as a team overall this year, Mike? I think they're still going to be a very solid team. I mean, they, they made a lot of signings on uh, they're the like defensive the third, They're like the third uh, overall favorite to win it all still. I mean, something. Something's oh, no, obviously. And, I mean, uh, you know, I'm not shit on Patrick Mahomes when I'm putting him third and when I have Josh Allen and Justin Herbert ahead of him. Like, he's still in, in great category. I just think it's like – you know, we have to start to tamper expectations, especially last year. These defenses started like figuring them out. Like, all right, this guy loves throwing the ball deep down the field. And they were playing like three safety sets, drop coverage. And it really worked for most of the year once people started figuring that out. Um, I don't know, man. I just am kind of lower on him. His numbers down the field, you know, I think with the defensive schemes started to drop from his career averages and stuff. Um, I, I, you know, at the end of the day, it's Patrick Mahomes and he has a great arm and he's a playmaker. He has Andy Reed, you know, who's a great offensive coach to um, play behind when you're a quarterback. But I mean, number one, his average draft position is 30. Like, are you, I, I would never do like, I, I would be devastated. I would quit a league if I drafted Patrick Mahomes in the third round. Um, I mean, I'm just, I, I can't get behind him, man. I, I can't get behind him as um, ahead of Josh Allen. These quarterbacks, honestly, um, you know, none of them will probably be on our team besides uh, what's your Hurts. call it? Hurts, you know? So, I mean, let's, I definitely get that. But with Mahomes, it's just going on my gut feeling. If you're actually listening to what we're saying, 
we don't want you to draft any of these guys besides Hurts just because it's going to fuck you over when it comes to your running backs or your wide receivers. So, Mike, I had Kyler Murray fifth. You had Lamar Jackson fifth. So why don't we give our next five, and then we could dig into them a little bit. So why don't you go ahead? All right, that sounds good. Um, Okay, number six, and I got a feeling he's going to be here for you too, Sean, is our boy we're hot on this year, Russell Wilson. Uh, Number seven, you are going to love this one. And by love, I mean hate. And that's your boy, the ageless wonder, Tom Brady. That was number seven. Number Did I say eight? Number seven, Tom Brady. Number eight, your boy, Kyler Murray. Dropping him a little bit. Really? Okay. Yep. Number nine, Joe Burrow. And number 10, love this guy this year, Derek Carr. Yo, I love that. I love the Derek Carr in the fucking top 10. Listen, you're going to be surprised. I had basically a tie for my 10 and 11, and Russell Wilson didn't make the cup, and he didn't make the top 10 for me. Wow. Wow. I'm I'm stunned right now. Listen, I got – listen, don't, don't – <laughs> I'm fucking stunned. Stunned. Right? I'm get, disappointed more than anything. But. Don't get all quiet because I'm thinking that we got disconnected. And uh, just for <laughs> you guys, for you out there who uh, really want to help out the GCF fam, we need a podcast producer like oh, anything in this world. So no. all right, let me give you my top, uh, my bottom 10. Uh, number six, I got Lamar Jackson. Number seven, I got your boy Joe Burrow. Number eight, I got Tom Brady. Number nine, I have Aaron Rodgers. And number 10, I have Dak Prescott, who I'm thinking about maybe switching out for Russell Wilson. But Mike, you could switch it right now, dude. I'll allow it. I will. If you want right now. If I you will want. do that. I will do that. So I'll, okay. I'll bump Russell Wilson right up in there. But listen, You're back in my good graces. Let's talk about this, Mike, because I have Kyler five. You had him eight. Yes. Okay, now listen, I want to be very clear. Kyler Murray as a person is a pussy, very entitled loser. Like like literally everything that's wrong with like guys his age, like just a really big entitled pussy. But he can still ball out. And Mike, at that ADP of 58 for a guy that had 3,787 passing yards, 24 touchdowns, 10 picks, 423 rush yards and five rush touchdowns. What made you have him so low? I, I think that is a little egregious. That's fair. Um, it it kind of has to do with him being a, a pussy the last couple of years. Like I was so high on him like two years ago. And then he had the, um, I believe he had an ankle injury and the second half of the year he was playing through it and it just, it killed his play. Like he was like MVP status for first half of the year, I believe. And then he just died out. Then last year, we kind of had uh, some of the similar going on uh, with him. Um, and I believe didn't, he had an ankle injury again last year, right? Is that yeah, what he had going on? He got kind so, of hit with the injury bug a little bit last year. Yeah, so the last two years, you know, injuries have held him back somewhat. So that's what kind of tampers me and drops him ahead of some of these other guys who, like, I mean, aren't as hurt as much as him. I mean, I, you could say, you know, Lamar Jackson – um, falls into that category as well, but I've seen Lamar Jackson do it more than him. Um, and also Lamar Jackson is a way better rusher than, um, uh, Kyler Murray, but so, um, go ahead. So can we talk about Lamar, just interject about Lamar real quick? Cause I want to be clear. I don't hate Lamar necessarily. I, I like him more as a player than I do. Um, What's his name? Fuck. I lost my rankings here. Let me get them back together. Okay. So I like him more 
I than Kyler Murray as a player. But Mike, you're not concerned. I mean, he let people down last year, Lamar, like bad. He didn't. He was hurt during the playoffs. You know, I mean, that doesn't go into your thought process at all. No, it does go in my thought process. But also, I think I, I'm kind of trying to throw out Baltimore's season last year because the whole team was fucking hurt. They lost J.K. Dobbins beginning of the year. They lost Gus Edwards in the beginning of the year as well. They lost um, uh, one of their top offensive linemen, Rodney Staley, who's going to be back this year. They the Ravens lost more players last year than anybody, like in season ended injuries, you know, um, which was pretty critical. So I Gus, think um, the Ravens. Gus, what's that? Gus Bus. Don't forget. Yeah. Gu- yeah, I say Gus Bus. I would never. I said him. I would never forget Gus. But the offensive line's looking a lot stronger in Baltimore now. Ronnie Stan, uh, Ronnie Stanley's coming back. Um, they drafted uh, Tyler Linderbaum, the center, who I wanted the Jets to get. They brought they brought in Morgan Moses, um, who was a Jet tackle last year, and Kevin Zietler to a uh, veteran. They definitely offensive improved. lineman. They're improving their offensive line. They're getting back to, and they're going to get back to what they do best: running the ball. And Lamar Jackson is always a big part of that. And I know they got rid of Hollywood Brown, but I'm I am on the Rashad Bateman um, bandwagon hard this year. I can't wait to talk about him in our wide receiver rankings. Yeah, you are too as well. So you know, listen, Lamar Jackson. I've seen him put up an MVP season before. I'm not saying it's going to happen again, but I know he's capable of doing that. So, Mike, his ADP is 49. That's still too early for you. Oh, of course, dude. But listen, when I'm doing rankings, I'm talking to you about who I think my my best players are and how they're going to finish at the end of the year. This isn't like who I'm going to grab, like, you know, who I think is the best value pick. And I don't know about you, Mike. Are you with me? I am I am a hundred percent with you. Well, not really with your rankings. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know how you feel about this year's quarterback class, but to me, this is the ultimate year of the wait punt on quarterback the first like eight rounds. Don't you agree? I love this quarterback class, bro. I, 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 it, it last year was the same. And I always, every year, I feel like I love this waiting on the quarterback. Like, I love what's going on between like the, you know, the seventh, eighth, ninth to like 12th available quarterback. I love it. I'm going to fucking wait on a quarterback until like the seventh, eighth round. And it's going to work wonders for me. You know who might be the king of waiting? I have the real king of waiting, but I want to wait to talk about him until our next five, our last five. Tom Brady at his ADP is 87. Okay. He's 44 years old, 5,316 passing yards last year. Mike, 43 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. And Mike, 81 rushing yards for two touchdowns from Brady. Um, what what are you thinking? I mean, is do you, would you are you just trusting Brady until the wheels totally fall off? You I mean, how do you not? It doesn't matter. Now everyone's going to say, oh, he's a year older. Oh, Chris Godwin's, you know, not going to start the season healthy with him. Oh, Gronkowski's not there. I have seen Tom Brady literally thrive in fantasy football, throw into lacrosse players. Like, you can't count this fucking guy out until he's actually retired, not fake retirement. Bro, he had his best statistical year last year. At however old he is, he threw fifty three hundred yards, which is the most I think he's ever thrown, and he threw forty three touchdowns, which is the second most he's ever thrown. 
And like he was a Matthew Stafford, shout out Matthew Stafford. He was a Matthew Stafford last second Hail Mary away from advancing in the playoffs. And who knows, you know, what where they would have gone from there. Like this guy's fucking balling and he's got that chip on his shoulder and he knows everybody's like trying to count him out again. Dude, so thank God. I am so surprised that you have Tom Brady there. I was like ready to go to fucking war with you over Tom Brady. <laughs> I, know, I know. Because that's what happens every year. But well, where you did know. you have you had him seventh? I had him seventh, and you had him eighth. Give me so. your, give me your uh, six through ten again. Um, six through ten. I got. Oh, we got to talk about um, Russell Wilson. Tom, Br- Russell Wilson six. Tom Brady seven. Kyler Murray eight. Joey Burrow nine, and Derek Carr. I'm glad. 10. I'm glad you have Burrow there. Um, why? I, Sean, I tampered. I tampered with Kyler Murray and Joe Burrow at eight and nine. I almost put Murray at number nine. Burrow's ADP, dude, fucking fifty three, four thousand six hundred eleven pass yards last year. Thirty Can't get behind that. Thirty four touchdowns, fourteen picks, one hundred eighteen rushing yards for two touchdowns. I think he might throw for five thousand yards this year. I mean, the weapons around him are elite. Higgins, Chase. Oh, it's great. Um. You know, but I think I think he could be the new Aaron Rodgers type of guy. You know what I mean? But what makes what makes you put him behind a guy like Russell Wilson when Russell Wilson? I know he has. We- I know you're going to say the weapons, but Burrow's Burrow's a better fantasy player. I'd rather have Burrow on my team than Russell Wilson this year. I- I'm very surprised you have Russell Wilson ahead of him. Well, with Joe Burrow, um, I love Joe Burrow a lot. Um, I think turnovers is something he has to work on. Uh, that's one thing. Another thing is I know the offensive line looks better on paper finally this year, but you know they were terrible last year. He got hit more than anybody. But another thing too with him, Sean, if you look um, down like the stretch last season, like he had those two phenomenal games. He he literally fucked me because he was my backup quarterback when he had those insane games. Week sixteen, five hundred twenty-five yards, you, four touchdowns. Who are you playing? When I was playing, um, I, I, I had no business being in the playoffs. I had no draft picks. So background story. I had no draft picks. Um, but you over logged in, you over Sean logged in my account and, you know, took Joe Burrow out of my starting spot. But, but we, and then week 17, he had 446 yards and two and four touchdowns. Great. Right. But like, look at all these games before the five game stretch before that. He only, he didn't clip over 300 yards once. He had yeah. he didn't clip over two touchdowns. You hear me? Yeah, I got you. Oh, okay. Um he didn't uh he didn't throw over two touchdowns in any of those games as well. Like so I don't know like am I getting like a Tyreek Hill like vibe here where like you know, he goes off in certain games and like disappears from other ones. I want to see a little I want to see a little more consistency from him in that sense. I think that's fair for sure. I mean, it's it's definitely a lot like how how much confidence just getting back to Russell Wilson how much confidence do you have in Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton not Demarius Thomas who I always say every time we talk about the Broncos how much confidence do you have shout out CTE they found it all in his brain um how how much confidence do you really have in them because I was big on them in the Super Bowl I like the defense still I'm getting a little worried now because Judy, my boy, Big Jew, what has he really proven? Like, what's your thought process? And and re- don't please don't talk to me about the running back. 
that he's going to like be the one, the difference for like Russell Wilson and shit. What? Oh, uh, don't talk about Javante Williams being the I difference. Don't, I don't want that to be because I know you're a big Javante guy and I love Javante too, but I just. I no, he has no, he, he doesn't have any reason. I mean, the only way he would help, I feel like is maybe they have a, they have one of the best running attacks in the game that could take pressure, you know, um, off of the passing game. But, um, I mean, Russell Wilson, man, has number one, he has an offensive line. I feel like now he never really had that in Seattle. Seattle all of a sudden is like trying to build an offensive line once <laughs> Russell Wilson's gone. You know what I that's find- like, though? That's like the Colts when once Andrew Luck retired, it was like, okay, let's like get this line bulked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and also what I like to like Russell Wilson, everyone was shitting on him last year. Yo, Seattle ran the ball more than like anybody in the NFL. Well, and when when you had a quarterback like Russell Wilson, I just didn't understand it. Like with the numbers and what he's done for that franchise, you know, Denver's Denver's going to run the ball a lot too, but they have they run more of a a balanced uh, attack than Pete Carroll. What he was doing, I don't understand why he's running these shitty running backs into the ground all the time there. But that's besides the point. But you know. Going back to your original question, asking me like, how do I feel about Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy? Do I have you know an overwhelming confidence in them? Not over, not overwhelming, um, but I do have confidence in them. They're definitely skilled receivers. We'd see Cortland Sutton dominate at the NFL level. You know, it was, he, last year he came back from that ACL injury, so I think this year, you know, he should definitely take off more. And Jerry Judy just seems like the type of wide receiver who meshes it well with a Russell Wilson type of quarterback who is probably one of the best deep throwers in the NFL. So, I mean, we're talking about Russell Wilson here. This guy, you know, should easily throw for over 4,000 yards. Um, I think he'll throw for 30-plus touchdowns, and he always runs out of the pocket. He uses his legs. He still moves very well. And, Sean, let's not just talk about Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, like, like those are the only two wide receivers on the team. Tim Patrick, my waiver wire king, is out there. KJ Hamler is out there, um, who's a very he's pretty solid number four wide receiver. And they got that tight end that you and I don't know how to say his last name. Oh today. no, no, no. So, the COVID yeah. goat quarterback KJ Hamler. Remember that? Yes, dude. They had no quarterbacks in 2020. Everybody's like, should I bench Rodgers for Hamler? I'm like, dude, he can't even throw the ball. But I and also in the AFC West, it's going to be all high scoring offenses. It's going to be a lot of shootouts. I feel like yeah. that works in advantage for Russell Wilson. So, so for me, I'm just I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't have him in your top ten. Just because, dude, I maybe because you were pretty high on him a couple weeks ago. When we were and talking. I'm still high on him. But dude, these guys, Russell Wilson, you you didn't have Aaron Rodgers in your top ten, did you? Um, why would I, dude? Ninety three ADP. 4,115 yards last year, 37 touchdowns, four interceptions, 101 rushing yards, three touchdowns, 37 to four. That Devontae Adams isn't creating that ratio. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, he's not. You don't think you don't think Adams has anything to do with it? Over the last two over the last two seasons, 32% of Rodgers completions and 34% of his passing yards, and 34% of his passing touchdowns have come from Devontae Adams. Name one more receiver who's had that same impact for Devontae is the man. He's my number one receiver this year, so don't get me wrong. But get, so Who is he throwing to, Sean? Who's who's going to do half of that damage on that team? Who's Mahomes? Don't tell me fucking Christian Watson. Who's, who's Mahomes throwing to? Travis Kelsey and a bunch of other bums, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But he, he does have Kelsey, but I don't know, man. I just think he's going to – I think every time – Oh, what? Is Sammy Watkins going to be a top 10 wide receiver now, oh, Sean? God, dude, honestly, you just broke some news to me. I didn't even know he was on the team. He's going to he's gonna stroke out and have a fucking, and have a fucking aneurysm or a, a concussion by week one after he catches three touchdowns and then, like, they cart him off the field. He sucks. Well, all right. So give me your next five then. I will, and then I'll, we have to continue with this Rogers shit I'm yeah, not because yeah, because because Rogers is in there, and I want to talk about Derek Carr, who's my favorite okay. quarterback this year. Favorite quarterback? You left him off your top ten. All right, so I got. Let me check because I had to make some changes. Good. You let, um, me, let me give you mine, and then um. You- no, no, I got I got it right here because I was switching back and forth, and I know what I'm doing. But Matthew Stafford, number eleven, okay. number twelve, Dak Prescott, number thirteen. Kirk Cousins. That's right. Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers. Number 14. Embarrassing. Number 14. Discount double check. Not getting the MVP for a 30 year in a row. And number 15, your boy, Trey Lance. You really put Trey Lance? Yes. I can't I can't believe how bad this got off the rails so quick. We were good for the top five. It was close for the top six picks. No, it, it really, it it was, it actually, your top five was terrible, but. I got Dak Prescott, number 11. I got your boy, Matt Stafford, number 12. Number 13, I got Derek Carr. Number 14, this one's specifically for you, Mike. Tua Tagalavoa. And number, and number 15, 15, I had Trevor Lawrence. But you know what? Let me see if I can figure this out. We got to change, baby. We got to change. Number 15, Mike, can you tell the people who I'm going with? Because you know who I'm going with. Zach Wilson, the milf hunter. It's got to be. Sean fucking Watson, baby. No suspension. No suspension. We'll talk about that at the end. We just lost all of our followers. (laughs) Probably. Everyone's glad. The seven people that are going to listen to this are devastated. So... Matt Stafford, where did you have him? I had him 11. And I had him 12. He's yep. still young, ADP 78. He's young? Yeah, he's he's on the younger side still for a quarterback. I mean, when Brady's 45. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, he's not young, but... How yeah. old is he? Dude, he's been in the league for a while. He's got to be at yeah, least like, like 34, 35 years old. Well, what do you think? Would you, do you think you're going to be drafting him a lot? Because these are the quarterbacks that are going to be on our team. Well, I mean, I I think there's a very good scenario where I have Matthew Stafford on some of my teams. I had him last year. He's 34. Um, yeah, he's 34. Shout out Mikey Rock. Um, but I, I had him last year, and I had him in this same category. I was actually looking at our rankings earlier uh, from last year, and like I fucking killed it. And I had Matthew Stafford. I really did. Yours are terrible. Okay. I got to find him later. Yeah, it was bad. No, but um, wait, wait, yeah, like no, it wasn't. It was bad. You had like Carson Wentz in like your top fifteen. I was like one to vomit. He was a top fifteen quarterback. That's that's yeah, that's, for me anyway. And Tom, you had Tom Brady. I think uh, I don't know if you had Tom Brady in your top fifteen. I stand by that. <laughs> I, I stand by that. But um, I have Stafford in the same. Uh, like, I feel like a lot of people are like, I don't know if they're like down on Stafford now. Like, I feel like there's not no like, I don't know. He's not increasing in value after last year when he should, when he fucking killed it last year. And 
he probably had his best statistical year ever. Like with 40, I think he had 40 touchdowns, uh, 42 touchdowns. He was like third in the league. He 41 was one of, touchdowns, 17 picks. Yeah. The inter- interceptions were up there, but it's like, all right, you have Cooper cup returning. Like, and these are some of the changes from the team. Robert Woods, who was gone for most of the year, who got hurt. He got traded. Um, OBJ is unsigned. I don't know who know. Maybe he comes back. Maybe he goes to Green Bay. Dude, Aaron Rodgers better you're, fucking pray you're for, that he goes to Green Bay. You're forgetting the number one new option, bro. The number one. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Our boy, our boy, he's coming back. A Rob, dude, he's got a Rob over there. I'm very excited. I don't about know that. how he doesn't come back and like really with Stafford I there. I think he's gonna. I haven't, I haven't really dove into the wide receivers yet, but. I got to tell you, man, I, I'm sure his ADP is something nice. I, I wouldn't mind scooping him up in a couple of leagues later on. Oh, 100%. I mean, come on. He dominated with shitty quarterbacks all the time. Last year, you know, they, they didn't even want him on the field towards the end of the year. He had Justin Fields throwing the ball, hitting fucking five-year-olds in the face, like missing receivers so bad. Uh, of course, you know, his numbers were bad, but. He's going to Matthew Stafford. He's, he, you know, he's going to a winning organization, a team coming off a Super Bowl. A Rob's gonna have a great year, and I think that I think, um, you know, I'm not saying A Rob's gonna be like a top ten wide receiver this year, but going to Matthew Stafford and that offense, um, I'm really excited about Matthew Stafford this year. I don't know. I, did you say his ADP? I don't really know what it is. Seventy eight, man. That's kind of high. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah, it is high, but it's pretty me. solid considering like. You know, he was really consistent. And this is kind of like, you know, I think Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow were kind of close um, average draft positions when I was looking at them. But this is what I was talking about with Joe Burrow. He didn't have that consistency trait that a Matthew Stafford had. Matthew Stafford scored as a top 12 quarterback in 11 weeks last year, which was tied for the third most. So he always, I started Matthew Stafford a lot. I had Stafford and Burrow, you know in our championship, I, you know, I'll bring that up again, but Stafford was a more consistent play um, every week. You know what it might be for me, dude? It, I don't, I can't really let the bad taste in my mouth go when these guys disappoint in the playoffs. And like when Lamar Jackson and Matt Stafford shit the bed and really like let you down, it makes you not want to draft him again. But I, I still like Stafford. If I could grab him in the eighth or ninth round, I would definitely do it. But yes. like, I so I would maybe I might re rack these a little bit. I might put Derek. You better. I might put Derek Carr. Um, you know, it's just too deep, man. I mean, we barely even talked about Brady, and he was number seven for you, number eight for me. He probably finishes the best quarterback again. But it's like, let's talk about Derek Carr, where because it's like a, a ranking might seem disrespectful, but like like you like you have Aaron Rodgers. Where'd you put him? Fourteen. Uh huh. If you come out away with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback this year, are you really in in fantasy? Are you really going to be that upset about it? Um, uh, maybe, man. You're really honestly bad maybe on him, huh? We let's let's talk about Rodgers for a second, man. Because you know, his ADP is ninety three. You think it was just all Devontae Adams, or it's just be? And we talked about it before, but like you, you're just leaving him for dead. Sean, if you look at Aaron Rodgers' numbers when Devontae Adams wasn't playing in the lineup, it, it was it was horrible. I don't have him in front of me, but when I was doing my research, I seen them, and his numbers are not good. Uh, let me get let me give some positives for Aaron Rodgers um, because I do love the guy. Um, sh- uh, shout out fake vaccines! I'm all for it. Uh, lying about getting um, vaccinated. 
Um, but listen, Aaron Rodgers, he hasn't he hasn't missed a game since 2017. I'm all about the health uh, more than anybody about these quarterbacks that are on the field. So yeah. I will give him that. Number two, I don't think you're big on Aaron Jones this year. I know AJ Dillon. Um, you know, are you good? Because I think Aaron Jones is gonna have a killer year, especially without Devonte Adams. In my mock uh, draft, Lef- listen, I'm, yeah. in my mock draft on the Patreon, I gotta just send it to you because I know you. I, Mike doesn't listen to the podcast back. No, I, I never listen to one podcast. I think ever. I had Aaron Jones like seventh overall or something. Because wow, I like you. Because I had him. Um, He's just going to eat up him and AJ Dillon. I would love both of them on my team. They're just going to eat up so yes. much of the missing targets from uh, Devonte Adams. You know what I mean? But but keep going. No, I mean what you just said is basically what I was going to say. I think they're going to eat up a lot of the targets, especially um, Aaron Jones. And we all. But this is the thing, Lafleur. He's absolutely no stranger to running the ball. He loves running the ball. He loves utilizing his running backs in the offense. And if you look over the past three years, Sean, Aaron Rodgers' pass attempts keep dropping and dropping and dropping. And that's because LaFleur loves running the ball. He loves uh, establishing the run. He just loves utilizing them. So I think without Devontae Adams there, that is the smart option to do when you have receivers like Alan Lazard. I don't want to ever hear about Alan Lazard again. When you have um, receivers like Sammy Watkins, he just stubbed his toe again, walking through the doorway. Robert, when you have Kenya. Randall Cobb on your team still, who was good like 17 years ago, Christian Watson. I mean, maybe he steps up and you know he's a pretty big wide receiver. He runs pretty fast. I know he played at a smaller school, but maybe he maybe he steps up and fills Devonte Adams' shoes somewhat. But I I just don't see it, Sean. And I've seen Aaron Rodgers play without Devonte Adams on the field, and it's usually not pretty. So you're right about Rodgers with his pass attempts and his yards last year, only 4,000 yards, I believe. Um, I guess it's going to have to be wait and see for us, whoever's right. Cause I, I don't think he's going to finish as a top five quarterback or whatever, but the last time they counted out Rogers, he won the MVP. I know Devonte Adams was there and you were all over that. And I was all over. So maybe I'm still sure. hanging on to that. But at the end of the day, Mike, I mean, I don't know real quick gun to your head. Who would you rather have on your team? Not who should be drafted higher on your team if you had to pick one. Uh, Aaron Jones or Christian McCaffrey for 2022? Gun to my head? Oof. Maron. Oh, God. I don't know, man. Hard, they might man. have to pull the trigger, dude. And that's crazy because it shouldn't be that close. I'll just go Aaron Jones right now, man. Really? I, it's hard for me because obviously Christian McCaffrey's like, you know, the best player, but he just guys always fucking hurt, dude. I want my player on the field. That's a choice I have in our ESPN keeper league. I could keep either one of them, I think, with my first round yeah. pick. And I don't know. I have to because I have no picks. I fucking traded them. Um, so, Mike, let's finally talk about Derek Carr. I love Carr. I love the Raiders offense this year. Give me as much Hunter. Renfro, Devontae Adams, and Derek Carstock as I can buy. I'll have at least one of them in every league this year that I can, that I actually have draft picks in. Talk to me about Derek Carr before I fucking blow my load to him because that's coming. I'm about to pull it back out again. 
Um, so Derek Carr, I believe his average draft position is 104. Which is insane. Is that correct? Yes, it's crazy to me. That is insane yeah. considering he's like a, one of our sleeper picks for MVP, is yeah. he not? So I'm fucking pumped, dude. I'm really pumped about Devontae Adams going there. I was pissed kind of because, you know, I really enjoy watching Rodgers and Adams, two of the best, dominate with each other. But I don't know. The way Derek Carr has been throwing the ball around these last couple of years, um, and now he's back, you know, they obviously have chemistry. We know the story. They play with each other at Fresno State. Yeah. They, I have the numbers I have here. They connected in the two seasons for 3,000 yards, 38 touchdowns. It's in fucking insane, dude. Wow. It's gonna be. It's gonna, oh, 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 I thought you were allergic to uh, college football stats, bro. That's I'm I'm impressed. Oh, I didn't watch one of those touchdowns. I'm surprised you, but you, I did you, read about them. You, I didn't watch. I've never watched one game of Fresno State, let alone probably Alabama football. But yeah. I did read about it, so there is that. You're a big Bama but, fan. Oh, roll tide all day, dude. You're the Let's biggest go. Bama fan I know. Oh, I'm all about that, dude. Um, I'm about that life. But yeah, Derek Carr, man, 4,800 yards last year. The um, 68% completion That's percentage. Um, the 23 touchdowns were were like his weak point. But um, I don't know if you heard Devontae Adams on the team now. So well, they ran the ball a lot in the red zone. Like they were trying, which with is Jacob terrible with that shit fucking running back. They have Josh Jacobs. Exactly, and they and they couldn't even do it. Kenya, you see, uh, Drake's not going to be ready for. Um, the start of the season too. They're saying they're probably better off. They drafted a, a running back. I forget his name yeah, off the top of my head. Drake's not with the Raiders anymore, right? No, and um, yeah. Josh Jacobs is in his contract season as well. He's he's gone. He ain't coming back. Jacobs, bro. Jacobs ended up being what I mean. At least I, I think you thought it too. Like a you know pretty solid, dependable RB two at the end. He was just being drafted as RB one in a lot of spots. I don't know. I had him ranked. I saw. I was looking at our rankings for everything. I had him ranked like twenty third. Yeah, where did I? last year? And it was. I think I was pretty accurate with that. Okay. I got to. I got to look at what Josh Jacobs. I had him ranked year. higher than I. I don't think it was top. You had him really high. And, um. Well, I don't. I think you had him right outside the top ten. I can't remember. Yeah, maybe. But um. <laughs> but um. Yeah. Whatever. Well, anyway, back to uh, Derek Carr boners. Um, how do you feel? Because now the, the oh my microphone fell. Josh McDaniels is the um you know new head coach there. Um, how do you feel about that? You think that's good for him or what? Dude, I love it. There's nothing yeah. about Vegas that I don't like. Like the defense is a little weak for sure, but ju- just the offense. I really think they brought Josh McDaniels in there. They brought Devonte Adams in there, so these casinos can comp give out these comp tickets and say, hey, have the high rollers or the fans, whatever. I mean, it's a 90,000-seat stadium, so it's not all going to be just like fucking giveaway tickets like it is in L.A. a lot of times. But at the end of the day, I think they want to put on a show. I think they don't give a shit if they lose – fucking 50 to 55 as long as they're putting up points. You know what I'm saying? And for from a fantasy perspective, I think this might be one of the like golden nuggets that we kind of pick up at the beginning of the year that not a lot of people are really on because Devontae Adams, he's my number one wide receiver for the year over Cup, over Justin Jefferson, over everybody. 
you you and me are both on Derek Carr. I love Hunter Renfro, and nobody is really – like we saw, Derek Carr's ADP is in the 10th or 11th round. I mean, they're just not really Same, getting the respect, and I don't understand. It can't be a familiar familiarity issue because they know each other. Carr and Adams know each other. I mean, it, yes. these offenses get consistently overblown like it's fucking, you know, like we're splitting the atom here. At the end of the day, it's just football. Devontae Adams can run down in a fucking straight line, do a move, and Derek Carr is going to fucking hit him, dude. It, it's not yes. – it, it's gotten so overcomplicated when it doesn't have to be. You know what I mean? And, you know, we're, we're kind of going off the rails here. But how do you feel about Devontae Adams this year because he's I've, I've seen him as low as like the sixth overall wide I see some people have AJ Brown ahead of him I can't get behind that I love Devontae Adams and you know I don't have my wide receiver set yet um with Devontae Adams at least I don't know if I'm gonna put him number one as of right now I'm not I'm, I'm gonna I, you know he's gonna be a top three wide receiver for me but I don't know if he's gonna be my number one overall guy because I've said a lot of times before too um uh, sometimes when guys go to new teams and I know it's the same quarterback, you know, it's just different game plan, different um, scheming, different offensive coordinators. So, you know, sometimes it takes a little while for people to mesh, but I mean, top three um, still is, you know, I think very fair. I'm not, I can't, I'm not drafting Devonte Adams in the middle of the first round though. I, I'm not doing that. No, I'm taking in my mock draft. I think he went, which is on our Patreon. Go ahead, subscribe over there. And if you are subscribed, go and uh, listen to it. Um, in my mock draft, I think I took him 10th overall, and then I took Cooper 11th, and then I took Justin Jefferson 12th. And I'm honestly, because everything's so fluid, I mean, our official shit um, probably won't really, I mean, this, this, I don't know. Things won't get really firm and official until like August, right? When we see like injuries and stuff, like the yeah, these, absolutely. These podcasts become obsolete if Josh Allen tears his ACL in minicap camp, you know. Yeah, but I think yep. I think Justin Jefferson, I like him over Cup. I mean, Cup just isn't going to replicate what he did last year. Like, like it's literally impossible well, for him to do. You know? ne- all right, you bring you bring up just Justin Jefferson, which let's lead into Kirk Cousins because you did not like my pick of Kirk Cousins, especially over Aaron Rodgers. I know why you did it though, because of Justin Jefferson. Well, yeah, well, not just because of Justin Jefferson, but that's a huge part of it. Why why do you leave Kirk Cousins off of your top fifteen and you put him over Tua? So I had him. Let me see. I had him seventeenth, and don't forget okay. I put uh, Deshaun Watson free, free the real Deshaun Watson. Um, ADP 108, 4,421 yards pass in the air, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 150 rush, uh, yards, one rushing touchdown. I just, I would probably, I think those other guys have more upside, but like I said, man, honestly, anything, if I had any of these guys from Aaron Rodgers or from Brady at eight, all the way down to, I'd probably cut it off at Kirk Cousins or frankly, bro, even Zach Wilson at my 18, I would, I would be happy. You know what I'm saying? I, I would be happy with those guys. So it's a little more fluid to me. Um, Tua, I had at 14 and I, I don't, I'm not crazy about him. That ADP really stood out where I could have all these guys 
I could I could draft all these fucking skill position players. And then you're telling me in the 12th round I can go grab a quarterback that, granted, does get hurt. He played 13 games last year. But I could have a quarterback that has Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill as his one and two wide receivers. I mean, that that's really what it is. I mean, the inju- injuries are kind of stressing me out. But, I mean, to me, this is his last chance to really prove it. Do you, Where did you have to it? Did you do a top 20 or no? I um I have t- I have two at number seventeen. Okay, so he was. I mean, it wasn't like out of this. It's not like you didn't have him ranked top twenty. You know, I didn't. I didn't even want him there though, Sean, because you know he can't throw the ball deep down the field. Miami's offensive line sucks. They don't. They have like a like thirty veteran running backs who are like n- decent, not great. That you know, I feel like they're just gonna stack the box on him, put pressure on him, because they know Tyreek Hill. You know, is it, it's going to be a shade of what we saw in Kansas City. Tua can't be throwing deep balls down the field like floating fucking ducks to Tyree Kill. He's going to get picked off like crazy, man. I honestly, I'm almost at I'm almost at a point where I think Jalen Waddle might finish above Tyree Kill. Oh, that's fair, dude. I hate Tyree yeah. Kill. I wrote a blog on yeah. grandcentralfantasy.com. I think his ADP was 18. Who's who's drafting him? I don't know, man. People that don't follow football and just know names. But before, can I make a little case for Kirk Cousins? I don't want to shy away from him. You yet. have the biggest nut for this man. Go ahead. Yeah, I do. You and love- he deserves it because, but he deserves it because he gets so much fucking hate, dude. And, and and there's no reason for it. And I know he's not like he's not the most dominant quarterback, obviously, in the league. But he's consistent, and I keep preaching consistency, and that's what he does. Two two or more touchdowns last year in 11 games. He's not a dominant quarterback, but he's always putting up solid numbers for you. And he has a new – they have a, um, a new head coach over there, um, uh, Kevin O'Connell, I believe. Um, and he was the quarterback coach for Kirk Cousins in Washington, you know, earlier on in his career. And – there, I was reading about like the offense that he's going to bring to them. They're going to run a lot more three receiver sets, yeah. which is going to put KJ Osborne more on the field as well. Which I really liked him a lot last year. He's I love he really out. flashed. Yeah. He flashed some games and stuff uh, for the Vikings, but um, they're going to do they're going to run more play action plays. And it just um, I guess he coached under Sean McVay, so he's going to kind of. They're saying they they he's probably going to mimic a lot of what Sean McVay does with the Rams over there, which how can you not love that? Um, Cousins finished as a quarterback one, not the quarterback one, but he's finished as a quarterback one three of the last four seasons in Minnesota. And I mean, with all the talent around him with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, I know Adam Thielen's getting older, KJ Osborne, Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, even um, you know, Irv Smith um, Jr. might be a tight end sleeper there. He, he missed the whole year last year earlier on. Um, but I mean, he's got – a ton of weapons around him, and that's why I like him. I think he'd be a QB one again for fourth, the fourth year in the last five. The thing with Cousins, that's all I got to say. The man. thing with Cousins that I can't shake again, it's like the letdown in the fantasy playoffs. Like, I don't think he's came up big for anybody really. It like I'm looking at his uh, game log for last year in the first round of the fantasy playoffs. Um, he passed for 87 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Um, in the semifinal, better, 315 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Um, and in the fantasy championship, he had 250 yards, but he did have three touchdowns. Um, to me, I mean, you love you love Kirk Cousins. 
right? Is he, have you, did you have him on any teams last year? Uh, I did have him on. I had him on one of Was my teams. Was he starting for you? Uh, he did start some games for me. Okay. But I, 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 when I had Kirk Cousins, though, I didn't, I made sure to have another quarterback as well. I always try to, I always try to carry two solid quarterbacks. Now, why though? That, that's, that's my point though. It's like he, he doesn't, you're not, not you personally, just everybody. I feel like it's, it's hard to have total confidence in this guy. You know what I'm saying? And I, I get, I 100% get that. But then when you look at the numbers, you know, it should ease some of your, you know, anxiety with him. That's true. You know who we didn't talk about? Dak. And I don't think there's much yes, to talk it. about in the sense yeah. that, let, let's say, I, I bumped him to 11 live on air. But listen, his ADP's weight is disgustingly high, 65. Um, 4,449 passing yards last year, 37 touchdowns, Mike, 10 interceptions. Mike, really disappointed. 146 yards rushing, only one touchdown out of everybody on Dallas. And I can't wait to get into the um, running backs. Maybe we will record that podcast so I can see your fucking brain explode when we talk about Zeke. But the only player I'm really excited about on Dallas is CeeDee Lamb. Um, what are you thinking about, Dak? Um... Well, so it's interesting you talk about the running with them being disappointing. You know, I'm pretty sure Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys whole staff and organization after signing to a big deal or wanted to play it safe with him. They already talked about how they're going to implement more quarterback runs with them and more movement with Dak Prescott this year. So I think you'll see more of that. So um, I think, you know, his rushing numbers, rushing touchdowns, 100%, I believe, are going to go up. They have to go up. I'm just down on him a little bit. Like last year, I think I had him fourth or fifth. I had him pretty high and he did have a pretty good season, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially after missing the whole year. But, you know, he's missing a lot of wide receivers and the Cowboys are just getting older altogether. Like Amari Cooper, we're not crazy about him, but at the end of the day, he's a pretty solid wide receiver. Well, good Go thing on, he's not on him. the team anyway. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I I, I remember that trade, but he's with. Uh, no, I'm just saying. Sean. Oh, you mean Baker? Because Baker's starting, and then uh, da- no, but Dallas is at, they're without Cooper. They're without Michael Gallup for I don't know how long because he's. I think he's like rehabbing his ACL and it's going. He's you know, always, taking longer than expected. Always hurt um, too. Always hurt Gallup. And Dallas just you know for these last couple years they had this like. You know, always on paper, this huge offensive show they're going to put out, you know, put out. And I feel like that window is closing for them. The offensive line starting to get older. They still have, you know, very solid offensive line pieces, but they're a shade of what they used to be. And speaking of shades of what they used to be, Zeke certainly has seen better days. He's done. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm I'm on the Tony Pollard train, but we'll get we'll talk about that with the running backs. But that one's, you know, you put up two hours. Oh, dude, yeah, that's going to be a long one. I, I hope people can last that long um, <laughs> listening to it. But if they made it this uh, long, they're they're with us for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to try to emphasize the run too, with you know limited uh, weapons and stuff from a receiving standpoint. So the um, he was, I think he was the quarterback nine last season, uh, Dak Prescott. So I yeah. don't see how he improves his passing numbers from last year. I just can't see it with this team. Um, so that that's why I have a number 12. We basically have him in the same spot. Gun to your head. Who do you feel more comfortable with, Dak Prescott or Tom Brady? 
Tom Brady. Tom Brady or Russell Wilson? Who do you feel more comfortable with? That's cl- that's a tough one, Sean. I feel, oh, man. I'll go, I'll go with Tom Brady. I put Wilson six, Brady seventh, but if I'm going a gun to my head, how do I not go with the greatest quarterback of all time? Don't tell Nick I said that. Well, that that's my thing is speaking of Nick. Uh, shout out Nick Flair, contributor to uh, GCF in 2019 and then never again. Um, <laughs> he always says like, you know, Brady came into the league on an injury and he's going to leave on an injury. And it's like, I just, I know I will put out a tweet if I have him in any um, leagues, Tom Brady this year, not to like boost my ego, but if I draft him, I will tweet it out and letting everybody know not to draft him. Cause the second I count on Tom Brady, that's when he's going to tear his ACL and like a uh, preseason week two or some shit. And like his career will be done and it'll like ride off in the sunset. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm always waiting for that bottom to drop out, but maybe it's not going to drop out. You know what I mean? Um, Mike, real quick, Deshaun Watson. Are you there? I'm here, man. We made it, bro. We're almost to the end, and we fucking made it. So before we wrap it up, Deshaun Watson, the NFL wants to give him a year. They're going to take it to federal court, the NFLPA and uh, Watson's lawyers, if they do give him a year suspension. What are the chances? Because his ADP right now, Mike, his ADP is... 153. So he's basically a last round pick, but he's still getting drafted. What are the chances you think we see Deshaun Watson play this year? The chances of him playing this year, Sean, I want to, I'm going to say there's a 25% chance that he plays this year. And Deshaun Watson in 2020 with literally Aaron Rodgers type of roster around him. 4,823 passing yards, 33 touchdowns, seven picks, 444 rushing yards, and three touchdowns. Okay. Um, as Mike yeah. as Mike drops his microphone because he just blew his head to those numbers. I, I I think I think it's a 50-50 chance. I think we do, it's not a year. I think we see it as like maybe an eight to ten game suspension. I think yeah. we're going to be talking about him at the deadline. I think we're going to be talking about him as in, in your waiver wire. Uh, blog, I'm sure you're going to be saying make Deshaun Watson an absolute necessity to pick up. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's probably a good chance, you know, with injuries and stuff, and when you know things happen. And Deshaun, if if you could tell me Deshaun Watson was going to play this year, absolutely, he's in my top 15. I don't, I can't tell you exactly where right now, but he definitely would be in my top 15. But with the chance that he might not be playing this year, I don't want to risk that. And I get it, maybe drafting him as my second quarterback, but I, I'm not going to do what you did, hold him all year on my team, on my bench, wasting yeah. a roster spot, and then he doesn't play. I, I just I don't feel comfortable doing that with a quarterback. Maybe if it was like a stud running back, like, you know, I know Alvin Kamara is dealing with some legal situations, and if it was, oh yeah, you know, that situation with Alvin Kamara, yeah, I'll hold on to Alvin Kamara the whole fucking year. Deshaun Watson, a uh, quarterback, ah. I don't I don't know if I can do it, man. 
Now, if, I don't know. Uh, if, if I didn't win that league where I held Watson all year, maybe I would agree with you, but I did win. Um, and real quick, Mike, this stat I wanted to give you, just getting back yes. very quickly to co- the whole Cooper Cup thing, little preview yeah. of the wide receiver pod. I saw this and I thought it was interesting. Out of five wide receivers that caught at least 16 touchdowns in a year, the next season they averaged only 6.6 touchdowns. So there was an average oh, wow. of less – that a little less than 10 uh, touchdowns wow. um, diminished from their total. The only wide receivers to average more than 6.6 after scoring 16 touchdowns. There's only, there's two, one old legend and one that's still active now. Can you name those two? Devontae Adams. Okay. That's one. And an old legend? Yeah, not too not too old. We watched him play. Most of his prime. Um and they wait, they led this league in touchdowns? So when they scored at least sixteen touchdowns. Oh, scored at least sixteen the touchdowns. Next, okay. The next year they scored more than the average of six point six. They they broke the trend, but it's only been two. Uh I don't know. Randy Moss. I don't know. Fuck, dude. I yeah. Damn it, I was going to say that. Fuck. I don't know. I was thinking, was it the New England year when he had the yeah when he had the he, 20 he, touchdowns he had or whatever crazy. it was? Brady had 50 and he had like 20 or something. Yeah. He, he, I think he got 12 touchdowns the next year. So, like, I don't I don't see Cooper Cup doing that, but let's leave it for the wide receiver um, podcast. We gave you guys a little bit of everything. We made it through the technical difficulties. Mike, you have anything else? Do you want to – you probably don't even want to, but do you want to touch on Trey Lance at all? Oh no, we can, of course. Um, he's. I'm not. Joey Garoppolo's gonna be that team's quarterback, dude. Uh, the 49ers today, I'm pretty sure, told Garoppolo's agents they could start reaching out to teams about Trey. Didn't they talk? Didn't they say that? I'm like already? pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that just came out today. I think they're fucking them. Double ch- double check it. I am. I, am. You, I think they. I think they're fucking them too. And I'm not a huge Trey Lance guy at all, but he's that dual threat quarterback. He's not a good thrower, but he's capable of rushing for high yardage if he's going to be the starting quarterback. I mean, he rushed for 1,100 yards in college as um, you know the quarterback for North Dakota State. When I don't think he's see- going to do that in the NFL. But huh, when what's you, that? When did you see this Jimmy G shit? It just came out an hour ago. Bro, come on! You know I live on Twitter, dude. That is that is insane to me. Thank I, you, thank you. I don't think. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah, no, not you. But I don't. I don't think that. I can't believe they're getting rid of Jimmy G. They were within a fucking like bad play of the rant. Like they should have went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't really care for the team. Dude, I, I, I was rooting against them so much. Oh yeah, me too. Well, we had money on the Rams. That's true. The um, the fucking uh, like Trey Lance. I saw nothing from Trey Lance that made me think he could. Oh, that. it looked terrible, man. But number they drafted him early on. All right, for a reason. Third overall, they, pick, you know, yeah. third overall pick. He his weapons might be some of the best in the NFL. I mean, between George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk started to come on um, towards the end of the year. He was a huge dud early on. Uh, the other thing that I like is Kyle Shanahan, his coach, uh, tends to make passers out of guys, tends to make quarterbacks better than who they are. 
I mean, look at the last couple of years, some of these names who had some su- success, Brian Hoyer, Garoppolo, Nick Mullen, CJ uh, Bathard. These guys actually put up pretty solid numbers for the 49ers and their no-name guys. Trey Lance, the only reason I have him on this list is because his quarterback, because he's a dual threat. I mean, he he might be one of the best running quarterbacks in the game. Um, you know, he's right below Lamar Jackson probably. Why? Um, with how... What makes with, with what makes no with how he can I'm not saying he's Lamar Jackson but I'm saying with his speed and how he can uh make I make defenders it. miss I gotta see it man I'm not I'm not sold on Trey Lance even a little bit 603 passing yards last year 168 rushing yards I think he, he what he played three games. he started three games yeah I mean. No, and and I I totally get it, but they went into the season also with him not be not being the starting quarterback. So I'm not saying he's going to be the number 15 quarterback. I'm saying that if I draft one of these other quarterbacks ahead of him, I, like I said earlier, I'm a guy who loves having two quarterbacks on his team. Yeah, I know some people like to you know draft a quarterback early and use the um, the rest of their bench for depth for uh, positional other positional players. But if I have you know Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady. Joe Burrow, any of these guys on my team, I would love to. I would love to take Trey Lance as my second quarterback, ride the wave for a little bit, see how it works out, and if I got to cut him, I cut him. But he just has that. Like I'm not, I'm not calling him Jalen Hurts, but Jalen Hurts is, you know, not the best passer in the world. Trey Lance definitely is a shit, is a worse passer, but he can run all over the field. I think just like them. I also, and and I get what you're saying. I mean, it. I think it's gonna be. Either you're going to have slam dunk or I'm going to be right. I don't think there's any in between. I agree. I think it's going to be the Trey Lance truthers. They were vindicated. I was wrong. And I'll, I don't have anything against Trey Lance per, personally. I just like Jimmy G enough. I think he's like the elite game manager in the sense where he's not going to do too, too much to hurt you, but he's going to do just enough. I mean, the guy went to the Super Bowl and should have went to the Super Bowl last year. So it's like. I, I like Jimmy. I'm not arguing with you in that sense. Yeah. At all. I like Jimmy G better. I think Jimmy, I think they should still roll with Jimmy G. But if they're going to hand the keys to Trey Lance and tell Jimmy Garoppolo sayonara, I think, you know, it's worth the risk to draft him. I mean, I think his average draft position, they, people were drafting him like the 11th or 12th quarterback. I'm not doing that. I'm not drafting him on my team to be my That's QB. That's what one. it is. Absolutely man. not. He's, I'm not on that. Can I give you the consensus ranks for fantasy pros for quarterbacks real quick? Yep. Which we should be on here, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I saw something. You are going to be sick. So you remember the guy we saw um, – on Twitter, remember I always laughed at him because he would do lives and like I would look at him and I was the only one in the live. What's his name? On Am I allowed to know right now? Or it's no? like Laquan Jones or something. Yes, like that. yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Bro, yes. he got a job like writing for like Yahoo or something. I know, I <laughs> saw that. I saw I'm that. happy for him, but I'm I am too, him. man. I, I actually like him. He was, buddy. No, he was remember- always cool. It's not about him personally. It was just like. I remember there was no one watching him and shit. And- <laughs> exactly. And he's like tweeting to himself <laughs> and shit, which we have tweets like that too sometimes. But it's yeah, like, course. it's like, he's like, yeah, just started at the shop. I'm like, this guy's probably making like 80 grand a year to like fucking write about football. And I'm like trying to keep a connection with you on this podcast for an hour and a half before I actually do it. Um, well, he's big time, bro. He's leaving us in the dust, man. All right. So this changed since I looked at it. 
just the other day. So number one, Josh Allen. I'll do the top 15. Number one, Josh Allen. Number two, Justin Sherbert. Number three, Patrick Mahomes, your boy. Shout out his wife. Number four, Lamar Jackson, uh, which is close. You had him five, Adam six. Kyler, five. Jalen Hurts, six. Joe Burrow, seven, which I had him at. Tom Brady, which I had him at, at eight. Dak Prescott, number nine. Russell Wilson, number 10. Matthew Stafford, 11. Aaron Rodgers, your boy, number 12. Um, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, 13. That's crazy. Eric Carr, 14. That's crazy. Kirk Cousins, 15. And your boy, too, is right behind him at 16. Trey, like the Trey Lance. And, dude, make no mistake. Lance is going to be drafted. His ADP right now is 102. We're going to see if that's going to go into the 70s. Oh yeah, right. people are going to people are having enough for him, and they're they're probably expecting like Lamar Jackson MVP season numbers. Darren Waller seeking new contract. Good fucking luck with that, bro. You suck. Who Darren Waller? Yeah, I thought you liked Darren Waller. Not after last year, and I didn't have him anywhere. I I just went yeah. with him. Dude, last year he had fucking three touchdowns. Game one, the Raiders looked like. It was going to get crazy, and then I think didn't John Gruden like say the N word or something in the email, like, and then he got fired and everything came off. Um, yeah. And you know who else, dude? Brees Hall. I people have him like in their top like twelve running backs. I hope they're right. I really hope they're right. I don't know if I see it, but I really hope they're. I don't see right. that high, but Fantasy Pros has him twenty one overall. I mean, that's fair. I guess you know. We'll see, man. All right, you got anything else? Um, I fucking crushed it again, year after year. I dominate this shit, but I mean, you're, just you're your own biggest thing on your part. You're your own biggest fan as usual. That's fine, man. We all need a one one fan. <laughs> we all need Mine is myself. That's honest. That's a good message. That's a good message. Yeah, we all need someone. Uh, you know, believe in us. So might as well be me, the man. We'll be on uh, probably what two weeks for the running back. Yeah, one to two weeks, something like that. Two days. Later. Two days? <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm fucking Jesus Christ, man. Don't scare me like that. All right, we're out of here. Peace.